everyone. Welcome back to Hair of the Werewolf. I'm Lily, and I have with me today... That's right, it's Lisa. (laughs) So, basically what's happening today, this isn't a bonus episode, it's a regular episode, Mm. and unfortunately, our dear, dear Chase cannot be here today, because that man is currently in the hospital, waiting... waiting to get his gallbladder removed what an attention seeker i mean mean, he really just has to like take the spotlight you know i'm like we got to record he's like no that's not enough that's not not enough (laughs) (laughs) so here we are um it's gonna be kind of a episode where i tell her a story and Mm. she's gonna be as hilarious as she always is and react to my amazing research skills just you wait of course um so i hope you guys enjoy this very unique but fun episode Ow, ow. So is there anything you want to share with us before we begin? To put you on the spotlight, of course. Oh, good, 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 because I haven't had enough of that uh, <laughs> happening recently in my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and don't worry, those were also a train wreck. Mm-hmm. Um, here we are. Yeah, you know, I'm excited for this. This was very unexpected. You know, you asked me literally a few hours ago. That to I did. hop on in, and uh, at first it took me a second. I'm like, wait, what? Really? This is happening? All right. This is happening. <laughs> so let's do this. Yeah. So I we were at the hospital because she came to visit Chase as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I can't do another week without an episode. And I started to panic, especially since I was pretty close to finishing my research. I'm like, yeah. I actually have something to present, yeah. which is like, you know, insane. And so like, I was like, please, somebody. And you came and I'm like, right there. Yeah, That's what it is. We've, we've done this together. <laughs> Poorly the first time. Oh yeah, this is a huge upgrade. This is a bit of an upgrade, right? (laughs) A big positive change from being underneath couch cushions in the dead of summer, just sweating, sweating because you could hear the AC, Mm -hmm. Um, and we had a blanket over ourselves (laughs) because naturally. That'll block the sound out. Oh, yes. Um, and I, in my all wisdom, wore pants. Yeah. So it was fine. Why wouldn't I? It was fine. <laughs> great times were had. It was great. And here we are in an updated in our own room. Own little studio. Yeah, we have four walls Very this time. Exciting. And a ceiling. Wow. And there's space to move. Yeah. And I'm not sweating. Well, not yet. We'll see what happens. I mean, we're going to sweat anyway. Probably, but um, <laughs> here we are. Yes, here we are. So here we go. Bring it. Let's so, hear it. I don't know. I'm sure you know about it, but mm-hmm. my story for today is going to be about sleep paralysis. Oh, talk to me. Okay. Yes. So this is actually incredibly coincidental because I chose this topic mm-hmm. before I knew you were going to be here, obviously. Oh. I was not anticipating Chase to end up in the hospital. <laughs> Obviously, this is not planned. I mean, well, so, as we know of for right now. <laughs> this is not the true crime show you think it is. Dun, no. dun, dun. <laughs> but like, so just to get the people who are listening mm, up to date about yes. that, you actually do suffer from night terrors. I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's been quite a journey because uh, I've had night terrors ever since I was young. Yeah. And lots of different experiences with that. And, you know, the... They all are kind of different, but they're all very similar because it's usually just involves me feeling like I can't uh, necessarily move. And so I'm just like seeing these things that are happening. Mm. And a lot of times it's a person or some type of creature. And so I've seen grown men. I've seen 
big black creatures with these giant creepy hands like hovering over me. I didn't know about that one. Oh yeah. I've seen people hanging in my room. (gasps) I've seen people on the ceiling just watching me. Oh hell no. Yeah. I don't love it. It's not my favorite. Sure. Um, But I'm like blown away. I thought it was just that like so that one image that you told me about in your Mm. new house because you know you were were really stressed when you were moving and I thought okay that would induce maybe a night terror and that would be like your right. weird goblin Dobby creature that you described. Oh, um, that was the scariest <laughs> thing ever. I didn't realize that it was much, much more than that. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> this has been most of my life here. So this story might be a little scary or you're just going to be like, oh, I got this beat. I don't know. We'll or see. <laughs> you're going to conjure up something for me tonight. Um, and I'll have a I'll have a new creature to add to Ooh, the list. Fun. <laughs> well, I have several here, so watch out. Here we go. Okay, so I got a lot of this information from a documentary called Entity. Mm-hmm. Uh, some stuff from WebMD and Scientific America, just so I can like get a scientific perspective, so I understand what pe- other people might think, other than you know your average person. Yeah, and just various personal stories that I found on the internet. So okay. different articles. Here we go. Now, for those who might not know what sleep paralysis is, here's some some common symptoms of this, which one is paralysis of the limbs, of the entire body usually, inability to speak, a sense of suffocation, hallucination, fear, panic, helplessness, and usually a tightness in the throat or chest. Okay, so a typical weekend night for me. I mean, yeah, you know, it just really (laughs) keeps you on your toes, I think. So... Again, the scientific perspective here, uh, there's a lot of technical information that I kind of breeze through (laughs) or my eyes glazed over and I just literally forgot a lot about it. Um, But even though, and I did find a really, really well-written scientific paper. It was like about 40 pages and I started reading it. Good. Barely understood the abstract. Yeah. As I do. And then I was like, this is too dense. I'm too dense for this dense (laughs) material. (laughs) So I moved on. But anyway, it's out there, guys. If you really want to know that side, you can find it. I mean, you sold it well. I mean, yeah. uh, You can do it. I believe in them. They can do it. You can do it. (laughs) (laughs) No, the easiest way I found uh, someone putting this into terms that I understood is imagine seeing your brain as having two systems. The awake and the asleep. Mm. Now, when one system is turned on, it actually inhibits the other system, your other state of mind. Okay, so they cannot be both active. No, there's like receptors that are blocked or something. I don't know. There are things that occur that I don't know the terms to that shuts it down. Got it. Yes. Okay, so when, for, for instance, if you're asleep, obviously the awake is shut down, but sometimes it spills over or it it turns itself on. Now, when that happens, unfortunately, it doesn't necessarily eliminate everything that that comes with sleeping. So, for example, um, even though you're conscious, you still have like certain things working against you. Like, you know how when you're asleep, yeah. uh, you naturally breathe sh- more shallow. Yeah. Your muscles, even if you want to take a deep breath, you wouldn't know to take a deep breath because right. you're in unconscious mode. Yeah. But if you're awake, you want to. So mm. you trying to contract or con- whatever, trying to take a deep breath, your body physically won't let you. And then that makes you think that something is putting pressure on it. Okay. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. Yes. All right. So, okay. Yeah. So the best example, yeah, the best example I could have uh, come up with, and I've, I've experienced this and I think a lot of people have, is that when you're asleep and then your arm falls asleep oh, and then mm-hmm. your brain thinks you just like 
amputated your arm oh yeah so you wake up in a panic and you start shaking it you're like no where's my arm there yeah and you're like okay so it was just falling asleep but my brain decided no fuck that you cut it off and then that's what it was so this is kind of the similar scenario so your brain tries to interpret why it can't breathe hence a goblin or something sitting on your chest okay because that's things you kind of have seen in your own life of like okay this creepy big creature that wants to do harm on me like you've right. seen that in movies and exactly. shows and so your brain doesn't necessarily understand like oh well i'm kind of technically my body's choosing not to do that even though i need it to so your brain's yeah. kind of imposing something it does understand exactly okay which is why we see you know sleep paralysis cases all over the world and different interpretations of what that means Ooh, yeah from like a cultural standpoint from a cultural standpoint yes however there are certain images or or the way it's presented that is kind of universal which is interesting Okay, I'm assuming you have examples. I do, and okay. that's a coming up. Uh, right. I don't know why I do the Okay, it's a coming up. Uh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> also, can I just say real quick, this chair sounds like I'm farting. <laughs> <laughs> I am not farting right now. Don't lie, Lisa. I see chair, you. I swear. <laughs> Oh my god, I did give you the squeaky one. I, I didn't even know that squeaked, honestly. You know, it was my fate. You know, it's just the way it was going to. how the cards crumble. Especially since I don't really lean back. Why wouldn't I have it? But anyway. Oh god. <laughs> Barely <laughs> moved. Oh my god. Okay. Oh, perfect. We're doing perfect. Great. Okay. Um, in, the, in the documentary that I was talking about, David, or Professor David Hufford, who teaches at Penn State, had his own sleep paralysis incident a long, long time ago, way before he started studying sleep paralysis. Okay. Now, he had all the tall tale signs from hearing footsteps, uh, pressure on his chest, seeing a figure standing at the foot mm-hmm. of his bed, something. Oh, yeah. Always. And he absolutely had no idea what it was at the time. Yeah. And it wasn't until he traveled to Newfoundland. Okay. Canada. Okay. And learned that the old hag experience existed. So they had their own kind of explanation, interpretation of what was going on. Okay. So they believed it was an old hag. And then he, after hearing stories of what that meant, he was like, wait a minute, I've had that happen to me in a totally different country, different city, different time. Right. Why is this happening to me? I'm not even in your, you know, culture, if you know what I mean. You know, it's like, I'm not even interpreting that. Yeah. So... It took a while for him to not figure it out, but realize that this is definitely around the world and it's sleep paralysis. So he finally figured out what it was. And so from that moment, he decided to dedicate his life to studying sleep paralysis from a scientific perspective. Mm -hmm. And with his 30 plus years of experience from when the documentary came out, uh, some of the facts that I found pretty interesting that he mentioned are the following. Lay it on me. Get it. Now, (laughs) although feeling pressure in the chest was very common, he couldn't account for those who experienced pressure in other parts of the body. So some people felt um, like pressure on their face or on their arms Mm. or on their legs. Mm -hmm. And we only were able to explain why perhaps the chest was because of the breathing pattern. Right. Okay. But why the arms? Why this? And then when you wake up, it's not like they were asleep or a book fell on them or anything. There's no interpretation your brain is interpreting nothing right no like logical explanation exactly now another inconsistent factor was that reports didn't just 
come as an individual experience. There were actual entire communities that claimed to have been plagued with the sleep paralysis demon or creature or something. Oh my. Yeah. So the Pemba Island located. Ooh, that's a fun name. Pemba. I know. I love it. Everybody do the Pemba. Pemba. <laughs> we just made up a song. So located off the east coast of Africa, it's one example where the villagers believed that it had an entity harassing them in their sleep for over a decade. Wow. Now, when I first read this, I was like immediately thinking, because earlier or in one of the scientific papers that I read, they thought maybe it could be hereditary. Oh. And I was like, okay. Whoa. So this is a fairly isolated island and with isolation that comes with a smaller gene pool in general. And so I thought, okay, hereditary, that does actually make a lot of sense. Yeah. However, it doesn't really make sense because it's within the time frame of 10 years that it's been occurring. So unless there was some sort of crazy genetic mutation occur, it would have had to spread throughout the entire island in within 10 years, which I just don't think... Yeah, it especially since it's adults experiencing this. Or, right, that's you know what I was going to ask: is what right. was the age range here? All basically, okay. just anyone. It could just be anyone older, younger. younger. Yep. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Now, their entity in specific, it turns out, was particularly violent. Ooh, how so? Uh, so they actually, so the villagers gave it a name. It's called the Popobawa. Okay, excuse me, real <laughs> quick. <laughs> Popo Bawa? Popo Bawa. Popo Bawa. Okay. Fun to say. Love it. Super fun on Pemba Island. Popo Bawa. Popo Bawa. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a word in Swahili that literally translates to bat wing. Okay. I don't know if I love it as much. That kind of sounds scary. Bat wing, not so good. Popo Bawa, fun. Popo Bawa. Yeah. (laughs) Bat wing. It sounds like that would be the sound it would make when it attacks you. Popo Bawa. Popo Bawa. Just me? Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. I'm going to have that in my head tonight. That's <laughs> it's going to be the theme song of my night terrors tonight. I love it. So the, the um, Pemba people, they say that the term is used to describe a shadowy figure that attacks them at night, so that's kind of just their interpretation. Yeah. And the creature itself is considered a cryptid and has its own separate story. So a cryptid is like the Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot. Mm, got it. Uh, a goblin. Oh, blah, blah, blah. absolutely. Got it. So it, it to them, it's not necessarily sleep paralysis. It's okay. a creature. It's so a they creature. actually think it's something. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Now, that is its own lore, and I can even do a whole entire episode separated, just dedicated to him. Um, so I'm not going to go into a lot of details about the the legend of the Popobawa. He sounds very reminiscent of Mothman. A little almost, bit. So some of the images that I saw of him online, he is... It basically, imagine a winged demon okay. with some enhanced features. Uh, enhanced feature. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm so glad it's not on YouTube because otherwise you would have seen my hand gesture. <laughs> the hand gesture. Um, I it sold it. Yeah. So anyway, okay. big APB. Um, All right, he a little graphic. A little graphic. A little so graphic. be be warned when you Google the name. <laughs> <laughs> um, other other features actually is that it comes through a wall 
and tends to strangle its victims. What? Oh, whoa. Yeah, so even if you lock the doors, it doesn't oh, matter. Oh, he don't care. He don't care. He coming. Yes, he is, indeed. Oh, watch yourself. Unfortunately, many villagers have reported sexual assault. What? Yeah. One person even admitted uh, uh, finding evidence no. of the assault on his back. What? Yeah. What? I don't understand, dude. Like, this uh, is I, creepy. I just don't... <laughs> I'm having a hard time processing. I, I know. I just really what's happening. Really here? took it there. And wow. I, okay, that is so unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. Oh yeah. my god, how awful! I felt so bad when I heard that guy tell a story. This was on yeah, the documentary that's as well. Awful. So bad. So as the encounters became more and more frequent, and people were starting to like really freak out, obviously, yeah, uh, the villagers decided to you know create a team to go and find it because again they really thought it was a yeah. creature, like something coming in the night, an entity, mm-hmm, exactly. And of course, they weren't able to find anything, so they took alternative measures to kind of protect themselves. So they started coming up with um, like trinkets and and other mm. things, and one in particular, they carry uh, pages of the Quran. That have been sewn inside a small pouch that they carry all the time. Is there a significance to the pouch? I don't know. It's just an easier form to carry. Yeah. Okay. And then I think yeah. it's blessed kind of thing. Mm, so okay. And it and from what I understand, they interviewed one another guy. Um, I don't know about the whole mentality of the village yeah. for it, but this one guy in particular did believe it because he said as soon as he started wearing it, it stopped. So what? here we are. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, so is it a mentality thing? Like you know, are they right. is it like manifestation where right. you feel protected and they truly believe that? Yeah. so they're no longer having these nightmares of something happening. Yeah, your brain is now telling you like you are safe, you right. are secure, and so it doesn't feel the need to. I don't know whatever the like brain be triggered in any way, right? Yeah. Whatever the brain does, when whatever these things happen, whatever it's doing, it's doing it, and that's okay. and he was able to control it with whatever he needed to believe or it works or it It, just works yeah that's the thing (laughs) where are we i don't know it just works exactly now here are some personal stories i was able to find uh jamie jackson at age 32 when she appeared on the documentary entity so that's where Mm -hmm. i got that story said that she had been experiencing sleep paralysis all her life Mm. starting from the age of five oh gosh yeah that's rough that's rough i know on her first experience, she remembered being in her bed and she could hear the TV, her parents talking, just like a normal night. Then when she looked around the bedroom, she could see a couple that appeared in very dark, shadowy kind of way huh. in the corner of her room. One she could tell was kind of a man and the other one was okay. like a woman. Then the couple began to walk slowly towards her. Nope. Yep. And she wanted to scream. Naturally. But... She couldn't. She couldn't get up. She couldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. But luckily, her mother did walk into her room moments later after seeing it, and she saw her mom walk through the couple. Wow. Yeah. She didn't even... No acknowledgement. Oh, I got chilled, though. And then, yeah. And so the mom is walking towards her. She sees her, still sees a couple in the back, and then they eventually disappear. Yeah, and she's like, you know, she finally is able to like kind of flail her arms. And right. Say, yeah. You I see that? I'm, you know, she's screaming and crying. Yeah. And the mom, of course, being a mom, just says, "Don't worry, you were just dreaming." Okay. Yeah. Mom. All right. But she she might not be wrong. <laughs> right. But it's not like it wasn't traumatizing. So, right. <laughs> you know, seeing that at uh, that age. Yeah. Uh, for the first time. Yeah. 
about five years old exactly now as jamie got older it seemed that her dreams Mm -hmm. uh, got more vivid and physical even more even more in fact by this point every time she had a sleep paralysis episode it always turned violent no yeah when she woke up or when she would wake up she will see the shadow man approach her and often put his arms around her neck no she mentions more than a few times that she thought he was going to either break her neck or choke her to death. Oh, my God. That's how harsh it was. And she truly did believe that she was going to die. Well, yeah, I would, too. Yeah, I mean, that's usually <laughs> I mean, the first thing. Okay, yeah. this terrifying thing is choking me. Yeah. So, yeah, yep, I would yep. think that, too. The woman is usually there as well. Jamie describes her as being very short, draped mm-hmm. in many, many layers, like in rag clothing, so like uh, I'm, th- I'm I'm picturing like toga esque. No, just... so a lot of stuff. So she said even she visualizes or she can see that the old woman is like wearing her purse, her shawl, her hat, her like oh, just, so just a ton like of items. tons of crap. It kind of reminded oh. me. Do you remember of the junk lady in Labyrinth? <gasps> Love the junk lady <laughs> and her like cuckoo self. The first thing that came into my mind oh, when I said, yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, and she's just you know adding stuff to Sarah's back. But yeah. Um, <laughs> So this is who she is here. Sarah. 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 But a lot more violent, um, unfortunately. Now, the old woman in Jamie's life is, like I said, more sinister. And she would actually climb on top of her Mm -mm. and sit on her chest. What? Like while she's being choked or? Sometimes. So usually either the man is choking her. Yeah. And then she will climb and then sit on her chest. So she's actually suffocating at this point. Oh, Sometimes the man is behind her holding her arms down so that the old woman can can climb on her. So it's just a, it's like a team effort to get just Sarah to. This is so, it just feels so evil. It sounds so evil. So sinister and just. Why why that? Why not? Like, why can't they just bring some ice cream? Like, Sarah, Jamie, how's your day? I mean, I wouldn't mind some money either, you know. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you got. I will take a dollar bill over being choked and sat on. I will pay a dollar. <laughs> I will pay <laughs> to not a dollar if you leave me the F this to not happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Every night I say. Uh, so Jamie actually truly believes that these experiences are real. So when mm-hmm. she was inter- interviewed, I know a lot of people think, oh, this really feels like it's real, blah, blah, blah. But she yeah. actually thinks it's real. She doesn't think, I don't think she thinks it's sleep paralysis. It's not okay. scientific. It's a real it's, event. Yeah, she's like, something is coming into my room. Yeah. And this is happening. Like, these things actually exist in whatever form they are. Right. Okay. And usually, unfortunately, so, you know, in my head, I'm like, okay, there's there's choking. There's all these physical acts that are being yeah. uh, you know, happening to her. So is there any evidence of, Ooh. of anything? Ooh, yeah. Unfortunately, the only evidence that has ever there when she wakes up is the things that she has done so like if she digs her nails oh, in the in the board okay. then her nails will be like cracked or okay so her, almost her, like the self self-harm stuff i guess right so her own actions there's obviously evidence exactly but these creatures entities whatever they may be whatever yeah. they're doing like the choking there's nothing around her neck right she doesn't or... have any bruising and you know no nowhere and at any point during her interview did she mention bruising yeah of that kind so i'm guessing it doesn't occur probably yeah and usually she can see her husband because she's married and she's mm-hmm. here she sees her husband next to her and everything and he doesn't seem to be reactive either so it's not <sighs> like he can see it or feel it or right anything like that okay so again 
I don't know what's happening here. Right. Well, and that's the thing you have yeah. to think about. Like the brain is so such a such a powerful thing, mm-hmm. um, and it has the capability to do these things and it does these things. But also, there's a lot of things in our world uh, right. that are unexplained. Exactly. And, um, yeah. It's. I mean, we made a whole show about it. So. I mean, hello and <laughs> welcome. Hello. <laughs> welcome to a paranormal show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're absolutely right. I mean, it, it they're just forces in any direction and yeah. it's anything is possible. So obviously because of these awful events that have been taking place in her in her life since she was 5. God, so she has a long time. She has unfortunately contemplated suicide. It's oh. been it's you know, there's been super low points in her life because yeah. of this and she's expressed how, just how tired she is. Uh, yeah, of I, these creatures <laughs> every night. Every I mean, night. When you're getting no sleep or you're getting very limited sleep and disrupted sleep. And that's yeah. and it's stressful things that are happening. Whether Not it's, wanting to sleep. All these like anxieties. Yeah. I have anxiety when I go to bed, but it's just because, I don't know, my brain is crazy too. Yeah. Nowhere near as like what she's going through. But, you know, like I'm falling asleep on the couch and then I go to bed and I'm yeah. like, uh, I need to do things <laughs> and I, and there's nothing to do. Right. So yeah, that's just super, super minor in comparison. And. I can't imagine what she's yeah, going through. That is, uh, it makes her also, I feel like a challenging uh, upbringing. Well, maybe upbringing is not the right word, but childhood in the sense mm-hmm. of, you know, you're possibly afraid to go to sleep because of what's happening. Right. And then you're just like a zombie during the day. I don't and, even know how she functions. I don't know. They didn't mention her job or anything. I'm assuming yeah. she's, you know, functioning in some capacity anyway. Yeah. But, you know, because you have to. Well, humans, we, we adapt. <laughs> we do. We figure it's it like, out. There's demon creatures in my life. Let's do it. <laughs> gotta go to work. Right. You know? I still gotta, I still gotta exist. I man. still gotta, I still gotta, gotta do live. my things. Yeah. I still gotta do the laundry. Right. You know, whatever. I mean, it'd be nice if they offer to do the laundry. Oh, that'd be sweet. I mean, literally two of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, pay they rent. could provide some services. Yeah. If they're going to hang out with me at night, they might as well pay rent. Right. Like, you know, no one invited you. If you're you. going to haunt me at night, okay, fine. Sure. Yeah. But could you do the dishes? Yeah, do something. Morning sweep. Yeah, sweep. Vacuum. I don't know anything. Uh, I'd appreciate it if they did the bathrooms. I hate doing that. Mm, That's fair. a number one. Especially cleaning the grout. That's what it is. avoided it for so long because yeah. you know how much of a pain it is. It's just like awkward positions and you're just kind of like... I don't know. Maybe it's because I have bad knees and I just keep thinking like in my head, I don't want to bend down. So <laughs> it's mostly just because of my crippling body. But yeah. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Perfect. Well, considering so, I'm the one who had hip surgery. Oh, you, yeah. right. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> oh, my God. Poor, poor you. I seriously no. can't. It, that sucks. No, poor Jamie. Poor Jamie. Oh, That's my who's really. God. Jamie, real victim. here's to you. Here's to you. Oh, cheers. by the way, y'all, we are drinking mm, some wine. Pink. Pink. Oh, you know what? Let's just Let's do it. Mm. Ah, refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> Put some hair on your chest there. <sighs> All right. Now, the next story I have is of Mark Gilland from Mark Glasgow, Gilland. Scotland. Oh, you know, I gotta say, we're gonna sidestep for oh, two of course. seconds. Let's do it. You know, as our listeners, uh, I'm sure know by now, we traveled to Scotland together yes. and we went to Edinburgh and 
We were supposed Aberdeen. to go to an Aberdeen, yeah, an Inverness. And we were supposed to go to Glasgow, and we didn't. Well, our time was just so tied up. It was, uh, but I have to say, I've I really want to go to Glasgow. I really want to go there too. Got to make it happen. It's a lot short, shorter trip too. So from where we were, anyway. Yeah, from <laughs> Manchester, right? I don't even remember. I mean, it's all a blur at this point. It's a blur. There's accents. I mean, (laughs) we've had a pandemic and... All I those just, experiences basically got wiped. Yeah, I just barely remember any of it. Yeah, everything pre-pandemic. I'm like, it's a dream. Yeah, Did that actually happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, Glasgow, Glasgow. Let's hear it. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so Mark had experienced sleep paralysis since he was 17 years old mm. at his old house, I guess, when he lived with his parents. Okay. And at the time when he was interviewed, he was 33. So I think the the mm. documentary that I was watching was from the early 2000s. So he's at least 20 years older yeah. at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Let's face it. It's been that long. And it all started when he woke up feeling like there were there was someone in the room. Okay. So just like feeling a presence. Yeah. That's, okay. how, that's why he woke up. Yeah. And he looked around and he immediately realized that he was paralyzed. That was the first thing. Uh, no. Yes. And to him, weird, but it's just how he felt about the situation that he didn't feel like he lost control. It felt well, yes and no. He felt more like something was controlling him. Uh, How oh. he was able to interpret something like that, I'm not sure. As that in, like, was he was an avatar for somebody mm, else, nah. or somebody had just hopped into his body and like was taking like over. let's just say you know how like in some alien abductions people get paralyzed and they yes and they, but that's because the aliens are paralyzing them kind of like that okay yeah okay. they're like sedated in a way so that I they can like sedated. poke them <laughs> 2020 20, 20, hours ago i'm gonna be sedated i'm keeping that <laughs> yeah i'm not convinced that's totally the correct um lyrics well lyrics and uh the correct notes so um, i think it sounded great i you know if i butchered it i just you listen i'm freestyling <laughs> so back off she's got a mic in her face and this is what happens what do you expect from me come on natural <laughs> all right so mark where are we oh yes um so he loses control of his body and but except this time you know how usually i think the other story that i was talking about usually you're on your back yeah you're, you're lying on and your that's back that's what i assume assume that's, that's yeah. the typical to be honest the typical like form i guess yeah but for mark he was actually on his stomach oh yes doesn't sound comfortable not yeah i'm not really a stomach sleeper to be honest no. cider i'm actually a back sleeper too so yeah, i'm a cider back the yeah. stomach just feels like i'm suffocating well for me it's the boobs you know okay well just a lot of pressure. i don't have that <laughs> problem but either way the stomach that the pressure yeah, is what i'm talking about yeah, yeah. see for me it's my the pushback my, the pushback <laughs> for me it's the it's the head i'm in my face oh. I'm like, what what am i supposed to do with get this? a crick in my neck if i just exactly yeah. and i can't or i mean i can i just not comfortable to like lay on the side right of your face Anyways, that was way too many details. <laughs> now we know how you sleep, Lisa. <laughs> Ooh, exciting stuff. Productive of you to share. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my crick in my neck. My crick in my neck. <laughs> oh God, this is gonna be a great episode, guys. Please keep all of this. You know, we've only had not even a full glass of wine, so I don't. Listen, this I, is just first us. of all. How dare you call us out <laughs> on that? <laughs> I mean, we're super wasted. That explains our behavior. Okay, I don't love that either. (laughs) 
Second of all, yeah, you know, you're not wrong. This is us. This is just Just us. in general. That's basically. Hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Where are we? Do oh. a little sippy sip. A little sippy sip. Uh, okay, so we are... Okay, so he's lying on his stomach. Yep. And he all of a sudden feels that something is climbing on his back he feels like a pressure yeah so he feels first the hands and he says that he he believes it was like a man just based on the body weight the size of the hands it's like a larger person just yeah naturally i think that was just what his brain was going and even though he couldn't see anything so he still can't see he can't really move his head because he's kind of like i said paralyzed yep and this is where things get really upsetting, in my opinion, because because what happens next is quite graphic, uh, but the entity uh, continues to violently assault him. No. If oh. you kind of know what I mean. No, I don't want to know what you I mean. I know. And if you don't know, well then, happy thoughts. Yeah, don't don't Google it. He You're pinch, good. He pinches him. Yeah, That's what I meant. tickle fights. Tickle fights. Oh, um, <laughs> so, another... Another one of those assaults. Oh my god, that is yeah. just I. You know, it's one of those things when you think about sleep paralysis or mm-hmm. or even uh, hauntings. That doesn't. I don't know. For me, at least, doesn't ever come into my wheelhouse. I usually of don't. Thinking right. Same. I usually don't think of kind that. of interactions. Mm-hmm. Wow. This this is wild. This, this is, is this is very unexpected. This is quite unexpected. <laughs> I was not expecting this much activity. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's what happened unfortunately to him. And when the entity was finally done and and got off his back, Mark, uh, he could finally feel that paralysis fading away. Okay. Uh, but even though he couldn't see anything still, so he was able to turn around like yeah. where 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 is he? Like what's going on? Yeah. Um he could he immediately kind of looks in the corner and just feels that someone is there still. Oh. Like he could feel like an energy is how he described it. And oh, no. he could actually hear the floor creaking in uh, the corner. Yep. Like someone is standing there. No, absolutely not. So that, unless it's another hallucination, but he's no longer paralyzed. So it's. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. So he's not even in sleep paralysis form anymore. He is awake is my, my assumption. Yeah. I don't know how far the hallucinations can go, too. Oh, that's true. Like, kind of like an ah, not I mean, maybe like an aftershock almost. Yeah. It's like another one, essentially. Right. And your brain's still kind of like, where am I? What's happening? Like, waking up. Right, right, or right, right. It, was it actually something there? Or something. Yeah. I mean, either way, the event was so traumatic for him that even if he was a skeptic or whatever, it was truly traumatizing and it affects uh, other parts of his life, unfortunately, like his his relationships yeah. with his, because he's married, I believe, and that kind of put a strain on the situation, you know, because he's been dealing with this, you know, basically is like if he went through the real thing. God, yeah. You know? Um, now, here's a creepy detail. So at this point of the story, I'm thinking, oh, I guess it can still be a hallucination. You know, uh-huh. I don't know, but, you know, whatever it is, I still believe that it is traumatizing. Okay. Yeah. Now, or the creepy detail that he followed with in his story is that now a couple of years before the incident happened to Mark. Yep. Mark's brother actually occupied that same room. Okay. So when Mark decided to share his experience to his brother, he revealed 
that he had a similar experience as well. So his brother told him, "Oh my god, me too." Years before what? you moved in there. No. Yeah, but they ne- but he never shared it with his younger brother, Mark. So they both like essentially shared at the same time. Uh yeah, so when his brother was in there years before Mark's yeah. experience, he had the experience. And then when Mark had his, he told his brother, wow. and then his brother's like, "Oh my gosh." Like, how do you explain that? Exactly. So you can be like, "Oh, well, hereditary." How? But then why oh. triggered in this room? Yeah, why in the room? Why such a, like, how? Mm. So the hereditary piece of it. Yeah. I can definitely understand and, like, see that um, kind of take on it. But with such a close, similar experience. Exactly. exactly. What are the chances? That's what I'm saying. Oh man, got those chill bumps again. Uh-huh. There we go. Oh man, super creepy. Yeah, when I when I okay, so at the beginning, you know, you're like, oh, it's kind of got this like element where it could be either one, right? Exactly. Whatever. Still, kind of, it makes you doubt it a little. There's but many then, possibilities. But then he like threw this curveball where I'm like, I feel like this is something else. I, it I don't know. Has to be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Super weird. Because it'd be one thing if, because I, I had thought you were going the direction of Mark told his brother about that experience and then his brother had his own experience. And then oh, it's like, oh, oh. okay, how much of that was his like brain? Like he transferred that information over. Yeah, like, and his brain absorbed that mm-hmm. and then and that nope. had an influence. It had already happened before it and never happened. shared it with Mark. So he didn't know either. Yeah. Sure. Very strange. Oh my god. Especially since the form it happened the way it happened is similar it's not like he had his own thing did mark's brother i I don't know if this specific of a detail was talked about um did mark's brother hear so after it happened Mm. did he still also feel the energy in the corner and did he hear the creaks in the floor so that wasn't expressed he didn't mention that if he if it did um all he said was that his brother was willing to talk about some of it but not all of it. Not all of it. Yeah. Which is actually a very common thing for people who go through sleep paralysis because they believe that the more they talk about it, the more likely it is to have another night terror. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, your brain. Because either if it is psychological, uh-huh. then it's because your brain is activating right. and it's just going to remember it. Or two, you're kind of conjuring it up again. If you believe. Yeah. You're kind of fucked either way. Right. Face it. <laughs> is what I'm saying. sit in silence. And yeah. Best of luck to you. Exactly. Oh, Good luck. God. Yeah. So with that said, I'm going to take a little break. And this is actually quite the length of the episode before we take breaks. Usually we we, uh, do it at 30 minutes, but that's all right, because I need another glass of wine. Mm, Me too, girl. (laughs) Let's do it. Okay, so we're back. We have our ammunition. Let's take a sip. Cheers. Cheers. Meek. Oh, yeah, that hits the spot. <laughs> I feel like that's just tradition. You have to do that every time now. I mean, at this rate. At this rate. I need some kind of tagline or catchphrase. <laughs> what a beautiful, beautiful. Mm, that hits the spot. <laughs> Without context, I mean, really, and that could be for anything. I mean, I think it's pretty applicable. Yeah. yeah. That seems weird. Feel free to use it, you guys. Yeah, you know, go for it. In that tone and everything. Oh, you'll get it. a reaction every time. You will. I don't know <laughs> what kind, but you'll get something. Yeah, stand out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. okay, so back to the story. Here we go. Sleep paralysis. Here we come. Oh. Now, the next person I'm going to be talking about is Ted. 
Ted Philippone, I think is his name. Okay. Now, some people have alternative ways of dealing with sleep paralysis. So I've talked yeah. about a lot in like kind of a scientific kind of way. Yeah. Um, but I also talked about the the people on Pemba Island. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Pemba. Have, Pemba. And they have their own like, you know, obviously ways of, di- of doing it because they had like that pouch with the Quran yeah. uh, papers and whatever. Yeah, scripture. truly whatever works. Whatever works, man. At this point, mm-hmm. yes. And so unfortunately, that's not as easy or rather as accepting in Western civilizations yeah. like ourselves here mm-hmm. in the States. Uh-huh. We tend to be like, no, that's not paranormal. That's dust in your life or something. I don't know. <laughs> I love that it's your go-to. That's not paranormal. It's dust. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, okay, sure. I thought it was the Sandman. It's just dust. <laughs> Thank you for your scientific explanation. <laughs> okay. Oh, my. Okay. So that's what I'm trying to say. You know, there's I like a huge you. resistance. Yeah. Uh, but there are still people out there who not only believe, but are willing to help within their own capacity yeah. in kind of a paranormally kind of way. Now, so in Ted Philippone's case... He had been suffering attacks every night since he was a child. And so this, at the time he was 25, which probably puts him more in his 40s nowadays. Mm, But That's right, because this was back in the 2000s. Back in the 2000s. I think it was like 2002. I can't remember when this came out exactly, but... I can barely remember those years. I know. (laughs) Where was I in 20... Not 20. 2002, 002. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. (laughs) You're old. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> your mom's old your mom's old oh my god oh, so god, are old. <laughs> i'm cutting that out just kidding <laughs> we're youthful forever yes i'm still young forever young forever young i wanna be forever young all right i don't remember i don't know any of the other lyrics but but now um, that we got that out of our system let's, anyways we're focused here we go we are so focused <laughs> look at look at my focus okay so, <laughs> <laughs> so ted, ted he, teddy boy teddy boy he sees a black mist form all around all around him while he's having sleep paralysis so it's kind of this oh, is different what so he's like in bed in bed just chilling and then he can't move and right black mist. mist like trying to take some sort of form oh but never God. quite gets there what yeah so it's really strange <sighs> and as this is happening the entity again is very violent he'll end up getting hit or choked so those are some of by the black mist so like it'll be on his body what doing these things so that's what i mean like there's some form so like if if it's holding down his arm there's more mist around it but there's not a specific arm like hand details if that makes sense this reminds me of that doctor who episode um which one silence in the library (gasps) oh the shadows that lived in the trees i can't remember what the creatures were oh my god that were in the shadows and it was even kind of a cool name wasn't it yeah which doesn't help us right now. Not even a little bit. Because I cannot conjure up any idea of what they're it's called. It's like Noctura something. I love it. Yeah. I'm just going to go with. We're going to go with. Pretending Noctur- like I know Latin. Noctura. Nats. Tata. Yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so it reminds <gasps> me of that. Uh, there we go. Yes. Oh, who turned out the lights? Uh, remember? <gasps> who turned out the lights? I just love that it's part. It's not funny, you guys. Aw. Uh, I always felt bad when someone dies in Doctor Who. <laughs> Once I start you. liking someone, I'm like, what? Uh, just got rid of that person? Well, the Doctor takes it so hard, too. I know. Although sometimes I feel like he's not as, like invested he's like that's just the way it is and then like keeps running well uh, for tenant yes i guess i would for, say for tenant i was for just smith i think when uh, i was picturing it it was tenant <laughs> well because that episode was tenant it was so yes you're um, yes unless he makes some sort of connection he's like not gonna worry about it oh totally it's well, like he, more self-preservation yeah and he like yeah. compartmentalizes he does yeah anyway okay this is not a doctor who podcast not even a little bit we um, would be terrible at that as well so well, I absolutely <laughs> because we couldn't even freaking remember the name of <laughs> <clears throat> anyways yes yeah, so sort of like that cool but well, instead of cool. uh consuming and turning them into skeletons uh you get hit so that's what's happening to ted unfortunately and this happens to him i i'm not sure if it's every single night but it is frequent enough to where it affects his actual life he says that he can't even hold down a job oh no it's that bad yeah and uh, he eventually went and, and got help from Father Pat Maloney. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he ended up also living in the church's ho- hostel, like okay. living quarters mm-hmm. or whatever. So that's where he actually lived, or at the time of the uh, documentary. Okay. Oh, yeah. And uh, so that he can just get help and just try to feel safe yeah. and anything, just anything that might anything help. Anything at that point. Mm-hmm. Now, to help Ted... Uh, also, another person was demonologist Lou Gentle, Gentile. I'm not sure how you say his last name. Ooh, I mean, that's kind of a I fun mean, last a- name. <laughs> uh, Mr. Gentle. Gentle. Be gentle with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the entity's like, no, bitch. Um, <laughs> despite your title. Uh, yeah, so he was asked to come help Ted and also to determine whether his episodes are psychological or paranormal. After questioning Ted for two hours, wow, Lou decided to proceed with his investigation by recording his sleep process, like just to see what how he is, right? Okay, so he wanted to like just record him sleeping, just sleeping, just to see if they okay. can capture anything or, yeah. or or any anything, literally anything. Yeah, and I guess after the two hours, usually he says I can find out whether or not it's psychological or paranormal or something but his was so like wishy-washy and usually is with sleep paralysis so it's a little different situation than just your average possession or hallucinations or schizophrenia or something like that do you know what i'm saying run of the mill right you're run of the mill (laughs) uh, possessions (laughs) okay so this is what happened um oh oh before I, i i i go into what lou said i forgot to mention when father maloney first met ted yeah uh, he said that he was surprised that as soon as he got close to Ted, he felt some sort of vibration. What? Like a like some sort of weird energy vibration from him. Uh-huh. Now oh. it wasn't it wasn't malevolent. He said. Okay. So he didn't feel threatened or anything. I guess that's something. But in fact, he kind of interpreted it to be like it was more him, like Ted, being some sort of energy source for these things to come to him like a vessel like almost like a vessel like a beacon like something or not a portal but like something that they can manifest through and and hurt him or an energy around him that they can't quite pinpoint and that's why 
other oh. things are able to like manifest on him. I I don't know. It was just like a. It was just a. That's very interesting. It was from Father Maloney's like perspective of how he felt about the situation. And this was before. I don't know if you know this, but is it was it before uh, Father Maloney knew anything about Ted? No. So he did uh, know already. Because okay. so, like you know Ted came to him and said please I need help and then you know immediately he's like okay you can say, but you know the entire time he's like this is this is weird. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what Father Ted felt. Now back to Lou, the yeah. demonologist. Yes. Okay, so after the two-hour question process, was going to record him sleeping. Yep. And at one point in the video, Ted's leg actually kind of looks like it's being pulled down. It could be interpreted like he kind of uh, just straightened his leg, but he kind of made it okay. kind of look like a pull, too. So it's kind of weird to explain okay. it. Okay. Like, you know did the saying? rest of his body move or did it look like somebody just it pulled just the leg just and that the, was the, just the leg moved. but okay. it didn't have enough force to maybe pull his body pull his body okay yeah uh so it was a little so it could have been a leg twitch mm-hmm. it could have been him stretching yes it could have been a creepy demon mist pulling his leg all, okay. all the above got it yes got it. and so when asked what ted thought because mm-hmm. he woke up you know you see in the video he kind of like jolts up and he said he felt it being pulled like that wasn't him okay so, so he, he felt, felt something on his leg and yeah then yank I feel yeah like the honestly i don't know it might not have a hand, some some sort of grip but you fi- yeah exactly yeah grip. It, exactly so then uh what's his face lou he was like okay well in that case i guess if something is here let me do an evp session yeah you might as well right and so they began recording at 2 45 a.m is when this kind of occurred Ooh. Yeah, closer to three. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello, demon. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Hi. Now, after each question asked, there was a strange electronic distortion. So they, when they were asking, mm-hmm. they didn't hear anything. Like, they were just like, no one's here, or uh, at the very least, we can't hear it with our own ears. No response. Right. So when they played back the recording, they heard some sort of dis- distortion, like I said, Almost like it sounded like someone is trying to talk through, but it still sounds very electronical, like very, like you can you, you can hear the inflections. Yes, but like, it's not coming in clear. Okay, if yeah. that makes sense. Then Lou says, "Quote: Please release whatever has been performed on Ted. I ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior." End quote. When he's done saying this, the recorder picked up a distorted voice. Okay. That screamed no. in a disapproving kind of way. It almost growled scream. Oh, it was not happy. It was not. I, I heard it twice and I think I was done. Oh, It kind of freaked no. me out. Because well, <sighs> I was like, you know, it's almost like you can't look away. So I had to like, I was like, ooh, let's do that one more time. One more. And then on. I did and I was like, and I regret this. Oh my God. <laughs> it was creepy, dude. It really was. I will. I just screams in general are never well, never okay. good well sometimes they're good okay yeah so got those right those aside yeah. never good it's ever it's either somebody screaming in pain right screaming for help or screaming in rage which is just it's also intense comes and from sub- such a deep place inside and yep. it's terrifying it's super terrifying and especially when you couldn't hear it mm-hmm. and then it comes out but then a, you hear it on a recording exactly what exactly 
Now, the people doing Ooh. this documentary actually took this recording, because they were also like, what the F? Uh, yeah. And sent it to forensic experts. Okay. To be analyzed. Which so, is like, awesome. Forensic experts. Wow. Okay. To see, like, what could have been happening. What are the theories on, like, how this something like this could have come about, you know, out of nothing. Okay. Got it. Now, they said that the only way the sound could have occurred is, or been created, is if it rubbed two microphones together, which didn't happen. Oh, so, like, the, the screaming frequency, the screaming sound that they heard. That kind that of could pitch be and whatever could have been caused by this other thing. Okay. But they obviously were not doing that? It was not happening. Okay. And, or through a remote receiver, which was confirmed by the film crew that neither occurred. Okay. So the documentary, because they're not necessarily partial to the paranormal. I mean, I know it's a documentary and they want to uh, yeah, perhaps sensationalize, right. but they're also there to be like, we're here to just, a, do- a good documentarist, documentaryist. what is the term? <laughs> Documentist. A documentary person. <laughs> Somebody who documents. A documenter. Um... Wait, now I'm thinking about oh, it. Like, I, I just, like, screwed everyone up already. I'm, yeah. Oh, no I feel one like knows. I knew the word, and now I heard all those variations. So I'm like, wait a minute. Maybe I don't know the word. A documentista. Ooh, let's go with that. I like that one. So this documentista. <laughs> so they're very serious about it. And, you know, they weren't just going to mess around, which is why they sent it to a forensic analysis. Yeah. Now, that, that's kind of weird to me, right? Like, they couldn't really figure it out. And, you know, the, the forensic person was like, this is this is probably what happened. Yeah. And the film crew was like, well, we were techs. Like, we're setting up the equipment as well. And right. nothing, nothing like that happened. So, you know, interesting, yeah. right? Very, Very interesting. interesting. Oh, as I hold my glass of wine. <laughs> Catch me sip on my wine while and I ponder this. Hmm. Oh, that's the spot. <laughs> that's Lisa. Do-do-do-do. I just drooled. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, it's an alarm. Welcome to the Hot Mess Express. <laughs> Choo-choo. Buckle up. Chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga. <laughs> oh. Uh, a combination of just delirium and tiredness and, and a little uh, bit of wine. What? It is definitely not the wine. It's not the wine. Stop it. You're being silly. <laughs> per usual. Okay. Um. Yeah, so where the hell was I? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know we had a long tangent about what a oh, documentary forensic- filmmaker, what their name what is. What their title is. So um, documentist. Wait, documentista. Documentista. Got is what it. we went with. Love it. Easy to say. Super easy to Rolls remember. Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's been not debunked. So okay. here we go. There's still Ooh. kind of the paranormal yep. aspect here. And I think that's basically kind of where it ended with his story. Yeah. It's basically, you know, his process. And then at the end, Lou, he says, um, unfortunately, the only way to kind of get rid of whatever it is, because he actually believes it is some sort of force. It's not not in his head. It's not like whatever, sleep paralysis. It's something else. And he needs to have more faith. He needs to, like, really dedicate himself and his soul. Because I guess he had, like, a... Now, I can't remember because I didn't write this down because obviously why would I do that? Um, <laughs> well, not so what I'm recalling is I believe he had like a troubled childhood 
and a lot of that trauma kind of makes oh, him vulnerable perhaps yeah. to like uh let just evil or bad or whatever um his his heart isn't full i can't remember how he described it but yeah it's something very similar to that and so the only way for him to kind of get rid of it is to be super devoted to the yeah. church and and I guess that's it. And eventually it'll go away. I don't know. There, there wasn't a follow-up video. I was going to say, I, was I there any kind of Maybe there is. Or? I should have looked. I didn't even think to do that at the time. I was just like, oh, well, you know. Like, yeah. Or something. <laughs> but I, I, I'm i sure there might be. Uh, that would be great to find out. I, yeah, maybe maybe. I'll, I'll say that in the next episode. Ooh, yeah. part two. Part D. Part D. Oh, my gosh. Frick, my like, shut up. <laughs> You know what? I would say I'm sorry, but I'm not. You know, I'm having a good time. I'm, I'm having a fabulous tears time. rolling, drool spilling. You know, mm. I just I'm mm. a hot mess. You were doing great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Okay, so I have another story. What? Another one? Another. Let's do it. Now, most of the time, these incidents were perceived as outside entities, like we've talked about. Yeah coming to attack a person however okay. in rare incidents the person feels like the entity is coming from within <gasps> like they're possessed <gasps> yes a bit of a twist here <gasps> <laughs> so genuine you're shocked <laughs> oh my gosh um so in the case of the person i'm talking about is cody mckee cody cody hi Hello. I feel really bad for you because right now, oh no, here we go. Oh, <laughs> hold on, I gotta drink a little bit. Okay, more. Okay, let's just yeah, let's take a moment. We just gotta and just kind of. Mm. All right. So, in the case of Cody McKee, he believed that he was being possessed by an evil force. But unlike other possession cases, he only seems to appear when he's asleep. So most possession okay. uh, scenarios that I've talked about in the show mm-hmm. as well, it happens anytime. Like it's just. Okay. Day, yeah, night, nothing specific. Maybe there's a trigger time, like 3 a.m. midnight yeah. kind of thing. But otherwise, possession is a possession. It's a full-time job. Yeah. With him, it only happens while he's sleeping, which is why oh. it's kind of associated with sleep paralysis mm. or at least the sleeping process. Right. For, for a scientist in any, yeah. in, in any case. So, so Cody would scream, mm-hmm. punch holes in the wall. Whoa. And in one other extreme incident, he jumped out the window from his what? bedroom. He yeah. Jumped out of the window? Like, his wife said that it looked like someone pushed <gasps> him out the window. Oh, my God. Like, lifted him, kind of, like, flung Lifted him? him? Yeah. So, that's that was her perspective. He was, of course, unconscious. Yeah. Like, he never remembers any of this. Ever. I lifted him? Yeah. Oh, wow. Which, I mean... Oh, I mean, impressive if it was. I, if I it guess was just him, but that's dedication. But who yeah, would do that? Who, ah, yeah. And he, I think I didn't write this down, but he, I think in the documentary it said that he required like seventy stitches or something like that. Seventy stitches. Yeah, it's like a lot, right? Oh like my that's God, a lot. This is like serious, pretty, pretty intense. Yeah. And so when he woke up after he, because he actually woke up finally when he hit the ground, he didn't. Not Which, before. Uh, yeah, I mean it's amazing he woke up. Yeah, I mean, at, at some point he did, and he said that he remembered seeing that he was outside on the lawn yeah. and heard a voice say, "See you later, Cody." Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Oh my god, I felt a chill <laughs> go through my body. It's so messed up. What? Yeah, and. <sighs> 
you know, at this point he was fully awake. He was just, you know, at the very least trying to get his bearings. Like, where is he? Like, why does everything hurt? <sighs> and then to hear that out of oh, nowhere. Something about that. Like, chill bumps again, but mm. I, like, it's, I'm feeling it up my neck. Oh, just, oh. Whew, that's just. Good. It's not just because it's hot in here. I mean, it is a little hot. <laughs> it gets hot in this, in this room. hot, but that anyway. is. That's so just um, chilling to the bone. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. Okay. okay. Now, his poor wife also had to suffer through some of these episodes, mm-hmm. but one of the more like impactful nights, I guess, was when Cody got up, he began swinging his arms like he usually does. He usually ends up hurting only himself yeah. or a wall next to him right. or something like that. But I guess he was actually more particularly active. Mm-hmm. And accidentally, I mean, he obviously didn't intend to, but he broke her nose. Broke her nose? Yeah. Like, you're going to say, like, slapped her no, or like, something. Straight up, like, super hard punch her in the oh. face. And, like, the like the bone is, like, protruding, oh. like, you know, like, it broke her skin oh. and everything. Yeah. Oh, so, that's so sad. <laughs> it's very sad. So now they don't even sleep in the same room. Oh, no. She even locks the door just in case. Like, it, you know, she's not, like, afraid oh, of him in, is in, like, you know, in a traditional yeah. abusive husband yeah. kind of way. Like, she's genuinely just upset and, like, you know, scared. Like, you know, you don't know what his episode is going to be like. Right. And, you know, he's hurting himself this much. Who knows who could be in the way? What else could happen? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that happened. And aside from, you know, obviously having to go to the hospital when he hurts himself, the couple was unable to afford other professional help. So they were, oh, yeah. had to pay for obviously the hospital bills when he had to get the stitches or like when he punches a hole, maybe his like he needs something for his hand. Well, yeah, that Who can knows? be hard on the hand. Which is expensive, and, you know, they, they are are not rich, you know, like most. <laughs> most well, and we've all have experienced yeah, and in the, the United States. care in this country. It's very <laughs> hard on the wallet. So, he, yes. they, you know, they can't just pay out of pocket to seek professional help, and that's right. just their status at this point. Which is, I know why we need to fund mental health resources. At the very least. Yeah. Very least. Come on. Come on. Come on. (laughs) So the um, documentistas, (gasps) very fortunately, uh, provided these resources for them. Oh. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So at at the very least, he was able to go to the doctor or to a specialist. Yes. To monitor, you know, they hooked him up brain all over the place yes, yes. to see what his activity is like. Okay. Yeah. So he's actually uh, was able to get help. So during the sleep study, there was a few things that happened. Now, while they were monitoring the first night, uh-huh. Cody is seen on the video opening his eyes in terror. Oh. Like they're wide open, like really, oh, really what? crazy looking around the room. At this exact time, doctors are like, oh, something's happening. Let's look at the monitor see what's yeah, happening see what's going on well it's nothing the monitors are, are reading that he's in a deep sleep no and not dreaming what he's not even dreaming no there's no dream activity at all what like he is in a different stage so there's different stages uh-huh, and right. he's in the one that's like basically just shut down like nothing no activity no, like i mean okay. just basic bodily functions of course right but in, in a normal brain activity yeah. you know like we, we never stop i guess but in essence, there was no other abnormalities. So 
like in a typical scenario that you know you see when mm-hmm. somebody has a response like that he would be hallucinating exactly, he'd be dreaming exactly it correlates to because isn't that what they've been saying this whole time saying yeah. if you're having sleep paralysis it means you're dreaming and you're confusing right. the reality exactly he's not even dreaming and it's not even showing up as him dreaming right exactly how do you explain this (laughs) exactly thank you (laughs) my thoughts exactly um yeah so he is very much unconscious and you know that he's but his eyes are going wild like he's just like looking around and just really scared looking so the rest of the study cody gets up and starts to act violently so i think this is like the next day they talk about it a little bit very briefly okay but they say kind of more or less the same thing the monitors read that he was in a deep sleep state okay so this is a different night from when his eyes opened up yes so now he's actually kind of like moving around okay and nothing has really changed as far as like the data they were able to collect so showing the same thing deep sleep yeah not dreaming exactly and uh from what the doctor was trying to talk when he was being interviewed he said that these types of cases are pretty rare but they believe that he is suffering from an extreme case of sleepwalking so now that they're not even saying sleep paralysis sleepwalking yeah so it's very different but the same because like with sleepwalkers i thought they didn't even remember it um yeah i right am i yeah i have a friend who um has slept walk nope Sleepwalk. Sleepwalked? Well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Sleepy walkie. Sleepy walkie. <laughs> um, and he doesn't really always remember it. Okay. Um, and right. some of the things that he does, it's like, oh, you definitely feel like wouldn't do that normally. Right. And so, but he doesn't. He doesn't know what's happening because he's asleep. Right. And he does get up and moves around. Um, yeah. This is this is interesting because I don't seeing how it's shifting from sleep paralysis of you can't move at all Mm -hmm. to his body moving too much and then him still not having control right so he like i said he you know i mean i i'm maybe his perspective has changed and yeah and he believes more scientifically because now he's able to get help you know you sometimes don't know when you don't know right and and it was until someone explains it to you so i don't know what he actually thinks is happening but at the time it was he's like I, I must be possessed like why would i hit my wife why would i exactly. throw my body out a window oh my god you know such extreme things like what else could it be exactly like you just you just don't know yeah uh they did end up giving him medication uh they talked about this briefly as well mm. at the end saying that he was going to hopefully get better but the narrator said that even though his episodes may have decreased a little bit they're still happening did they say what kind of medication? Because I'm wondering. Oh, I don't know. I don't think they did. What Maybe it would did. like, what part of the brain it's tapping into. Yeah. In order to help it. Right. Uh, that would be interesting. Yeah. I actually don't know. Yeah. Um, they just said medication. That's honestly all I remember. Uh, again, did not write that down. <laughs> this is all memory, y'all. Don't write it down. <laughs> <laughs> what is even on my paper? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. It's blank. <laughs> I'm staring at the wall. Don't worry. Okay. So, yeah. And that, that was his story. And that's kind of where it left off because, you know, there's not a lot that they could have determined. The How the, difficult just to have a normal, typical life. It really isn't. Have it's, doctors just say, sorry. Yeah. And, and I think that's really the frustrated part because the doctors also said that they weren't sure what was triggering the episodes. And yeah. exactly... 
you know, saying that it wasn't sleep paralysis and thought maybe it was this or that. Like, they, they still couldn't even cut it dry. They couldn't even pinpoint what the issue was. So yeah. how can you, if you can't even say, you can't even properly diagnose it almost. Like, yeah. they just said it's probably an extreme form of, of, of sleepwalking, but I think it's probably a different category at this point. I, I don't know. I feel like it has to be because what he's experiencing, like, like they said, it's just so rare. Right. It's, it's just unfortunate that you're just left with... Well, because it's so rare, there's not a lot of data on it. And Ooh. you're one of the first, so you know how that goes. Sorry. Yeah, until we figure it out, you're... Right, we SOL. can't really do much. Right. So that's it. That's where it kind of left off with yeah. the story. Now, here are some stories. These are random ones that I found online that I thought were pretty, uh, I don't know, just enjoyable. So here we go. Okay. I'm actually going to read it directly, and yeah. I... And I kind of wish I reread them before I printed it because I did not, like, adjust any spelling. So here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Oh, man. I didn't even write down who it's from. It, the names are so obscure. I don't even know. Just from some person it's, on the internet. It's a human being who wrote this. A human on planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> from, as far as I know, said, quote, I've been suffering from sleep paralysis on a regular basis for almost three years usually one or two times a week at the moment. It was much worse in the beginning. Mm. Most of the time, I see someone in the corner of the room coming slowly towards me or even some kind of goblin creature mm. climbing from the window Ooh. to get into my room. No. The scariest hallucination was one time when I fell asleep on the couch and woke up in some sort of forest. What? There was a whitish mist and dark trees <gasps> everywhere, and there was something breathing heavily behind me. Uh, yeah, mm. that's... Not even Shut it down. Couldn't do anything, of course. Thought I was tied up or something. What? <laughs> Sorry. I, just, I loved how they ended that story. Oh, that's it? That was it. Thought I was tied up or something. <laughs> oh, something. You know, I don't know. I don't know what happened. The end. Okay. Well, they, um, they could write cliffhanger kind of movies, I think. So. I mean, I am intrigued. <laughs> I would like to know more. I have, I have many questions. I've to say the least. A lot of questions. Yeah. So here's another okay. riveting story. Ooh. So try to loosen oh 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 I remember why I did this. Okay. Okay. Try to lucid dream for months. Do you know what lucid dreaming is? Yes. Okay. Now do you know that a lot of people do this on purpose? Yes. Okay. Good, good, good. So that's kind of what this story is about. And I thought I'd include this because sleep paralysis is such a big topic it has right. so many uh factors and, and and things that like people think and oh i forgot to mention i thought i was I, I was supposed to tell you what a lot of people interpreted sleep paralysis to be remember before i get into the story you said i what did i say do i remember no no that was no two, i do not there's two wine glasses ago <laughs> yeah, so it's a while ago <laughs> but i said like there was different interpretations across cultures like what they think it is oh yes yeah yeah okay so i'm just gonna go off my brain because i didn't write this down either let's do it um some of them think it's like goblins goblins shadowy so the shadow man is probably the number one that people see a lot yep with I the see old that one a lot with the old hag so those are the two that i was talking about that seem to just be no matter where they're from, they see a shadow figure. Okay. I've and so if, the old hag, I've never heard. And the old hag. Oh, really? Never heard. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And the I've old never, hag is pretty common. And I've never... I'm imagining you're talking about literally, like, what you kind of conjure up in your brain an old hag like, is. Like, just like an old woman that looks kind of, like, evil and... and, and 
Oh, this is like okay. uh, the the witch. No, the sorceress. The sorceress from. Oh, you didn't watch Game of Thrones. Oh no, was I like, did not. She, her name was the Red Witch, I believe. If you oh. are a Game of Thrones fanatic, please don't come at me. I, <laughs> I'm trying my best. Uh, um, Red Witch. She was a sorceress. Anyways, um, I don't want to say too much or reveal things, sure. but. Yeah, she. There's one point where you're like, oh, she's looking like an old hag. Yeah, so that's uh, the uh, old hag thing that I'm talking about. So yeah, absolutely. It. I've never seen and an old hag. I've oh like, really? My, of all the creatures you've the seen, things, of all the creatures that I've seen, I've never seen. It's very rarely women. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder if that's a thing. You know, I don't know because that, that was. It was Jamie who said that she saw a man and a woman. Man and, and a woman, that's and right. And then we have, yeah, but you know, and then we have like the indistinct, indistinguishable ones where mm. the mist and stuff. So yeah, yeah, I guess it really depends. But despite that, and you know, these were kind of stories that were extreme from one to the other, which is yeah. why I included them in the story. But if I was going to read story after story after story of all the ones I read, yeah, honestly, there would have been a ton of the Shadow Man and an old hag or kind of a demon creature. So that's kind of the third one as well. Yeah. And that's the crazy one. Yeah. And they're just from different countries, which is wild to me. That is. Now, if I really go back into history and like really realize that we all come from a a, a huge mesh of like cross cultures from like the beginning of time, obviously. Yeah. There's going to be some things that may transfer. Yeah. Different interpretations. But when sleep paralysis occurs, why these three? Right, yeah, do you know exactly. What I'm Why do our brains kind of default to, to like a shadow man, which probably mm-hmm. is the number one? Yeah, and you know what I'm saying? Like, not even. Oh specific- yes, I know. I've seen them many times. Right. Okay. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? And yeah. like, why not default to something that's probably stronger in your culture that is scary? Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Here's with lucid dreaming. Okay. And lucid dreaming is one is like I said. If in case anyone doesn't know out there, it's when someone tries. Or, okay, so when it happens to you without trying, mm-hmm. it's when you're kind of sleeping, but you're still aware of your surroundings. Yeah. You're not necessarily asleep, but you're not awake. And it doesn't really bother you usually because you're just trying to fall asleep, yeah. honestly. And then you're kind of having weird hallucinations. That's lucid dreaming. And this is, is lucid dreaming the stage before REM? Right. Yeah. And sometimes, like, you are, a, that's, like, the only time you can probably be self-aware Yeah. that you are dreaming. Okay. So you can kind of play with it. So you can what control an it. Interesting place to be in your mind. Very interesting. And so people who try to practice lucid dreaming, there's like a lot of exercises you can do to get there. Uh-huh. It's the idea because they want to be able to control their dreams and kind of basically live in a weird fantasy world to, to kind of play with their mind. That's why people practice lucid dreaming from what I understand. So it's almost kind of like real life video games kind of yeah. yeah so just physically feel like you're in there yeah. in a different world right so this is what this person is doing okay tried to lucid dream for months did all the right things kept a dream journal checked for dream signs etc okay. one night i finally found out i was dreaming i remember being so overjoyed i was dreaming i woke up people say to stay calm when you realize you're dreaming or else you can enter into sleep paralysis. That I yeah. didn't know. I wasn't sure that you could just really F it up, but I guess you can. <laughs> uh, whoops, she said. <laughs> they Whoopsie. say. I don't know. I don't know if it's a girl or a boy, but uh, I saw a shadow darting around the room. Ooh. 
starting. I don't love oh, that. Oh, that's, that's quick. Yeah. No one, I'm over here now. No, just, no, I'm over here. <laughs> you can't catch me. Can't get this shadow. Fast as fuck. <laughs> and heard a witch cackling at yeah. the foot of the bed. Okay, see, now we have the double again. Oh, cackling. Yeah. I even felt the pressure of the bed shift as she Whoa. sat up by my feet. Ooh, no. See, again, the different pressure because it's not even on her body. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's just like uh, it's around you what you're feeling. Yeah. So, how, how, you know, how's that brain interpreting that? I don't know. I experienced this for about half an hour until I forced myself to go to sleep to make it stop. So she actually went the other direction instead of trying to wake up, which is right. Instead of waking up and like for sure supposedly yeah. ending it, right? She went. Let's go deeper. Let's let's just <laughs> yeah. Let's do something wild. Full steam ahead. <laughs> There's no stopping this train. That's the last time we'll hear that train. I'm sure. <laughs> Uh, so she says, uh, worst fucking time of my life. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never try dreaming again or lucid dreaming again. So, yeah, the okay. I guess she didn't explain like what happened after they went further into dreaming. No, I think she just like it's it stopped it. Oh, so it stopped. Okay. So for me, when I read this, it just had a lot. Of, again, many questions. Yeah. But it made me think maybe lucid dreaming or a certain state in the mind when you get there allows things to enter like if if it is paranormal oh it, so like, it you it leaves you open like your your the your brain your guard is kind of down yeah because in our day-to-day lives where we have assumptions about things we have perimeters and boundaries that we put up yeah just so we can function as humans you right. know pretty kind of standard and filter like we're and constantly filter, exactly. constantly filtering our our environment to survive exactly we have a lot of control right and so it sounds like this lucid dreaming you know you kind of get into a state where um during sleep paralysis what have you you're getting into a state of just that control that right. sense of control isn't necessarily there but you're more of an observer yeah so it's it's just very yeah i don't know and like it's very intense you know this whole sleep paralysis thing like i said i could i could find you way more stories about the shadow man yeah than anything else at this point and a lot of people even say that it it's not the shadow man it it's aliens like honestly it goes Ooh, through different aliens yes because you know when people are being ad- abducted when, yeah. like i said i mentioned earlier i think yep that they tend to paralyze you and right people mm-hmm. Well, when I say people, scientists tend to think that's sleep paralysis. You're actually having hallucinations and yours is manifesting in an abduction kind yeah. of form. And so that's where a lot of that happens. And I'm sure Chase will eventually talk about that because he tends to do the uh, close encounters kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Oh, was that supposed to be Was that supposed to be X Files? Yeah, I think Yikes. everybody definitely picked up on that. I'm pretty sure they all died inside. You no, know, the first second they're like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, that's the X Files." Sure, that's it a is. pretty rendition. <laughs> Exclusive copy written by Hair of the Werewolf. <laughs> so it's like a bad like 80s version. Oh my, <sighs> that was good. But uh, to end that on that note, I'm done with my story and <sighs> I. I feel like I can probably do a whole nother episode about this, talking about the different yeah. other people. And just honestly, this this is a never-ending 
well, and I'd be, source of material. Yeah, and I'd be curious the people that we talked about because the this follow-up. was, uh, you know, 22, 20, you know, years ago. Yeah. Kind of a follow-up of, especially the individual that took medication. Mm-hmm. Like, how's the impact been there? The individual who um, I think was living at the church and, yeah. you know, investing yeah, himself. Yeah, investing himself in that. I am curious as to what have, what have the outcomes what? been? What, what have their where experiences? Where are they now? Yeah, where are they now? The, the true Hollywood. Sorry, <gasps> do you remember oh my those? God, true Hollywood. <gasps> oh, that was made so dramatic too. It was so, and you're like, oh, they're just decided to raise a family. Like it wasn't even dramatic. Right. They're like, oh, okay, they're humans. And they're they're regular just people hanging cool. out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they decided to become a writer instead of a superstar. I, you know, I didn't dumb. see that coming. Oh, what? <laughs> Such a wild turn. They're still living in Hollywood. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> well, you know, this all makes me think about, you know, because I've had a lot of different experiences myself. Uh, with just creatures and entities and feeling things and feeling things around me and hearing things or at least I think I'm hearing things Uh, and especially the one where I saw something uh, when I was younger in middle school and I was sharing a room with my mom and I saw Mm -hmm. something in her bedroom I saw a person standing there and head to toe like their exact outfit I saw it all and I saw it for months every night and they were just standing there yeah and then years later, in my early 20s, I actually met this individual in real life. And yeah. head to toe, it was exactly what I'd seen in yep. my closet for years. How do you explain that? I don't... I, that So, <laughs> the only way... And I think we actually included this story in the listener episode. Yes, If I'm not did. mistaken. You are not mistaken. Good. I'm not hallucinating. So... <laughs> <laughs> not yet, at least. Not yet. Uh, no, so I, I think what Chase and I were talking about at the time, and it was just a theory because, you know, this whole thing is, is wild just in yeah. general. Um, maybe it was kind of not necessarily a ghost or anything, but maybe an apparition, like a like a portal to the future, something like a, like a yeah. I don't know, like you can almost see into the future. It was just an image. It was like yes. a, a, you know, obviously this this person that you said you met later ended up not really being... A huge factor in your life but it was at one point it was at one point it was a turning point yes they um, they played a um they did play in a significant role during that time period of my mm-hmm. life and um they helped with me learning really important life lessons yeah um so i think there's some significance there uh, but also, when I was younger and this is about you know middle school age when I was seeing this individual. It was only at this the house that we lived at at the time, and then when we mm. moved, I just didn't see them anymore. It was done. So again, I, just because we've talked about this in, in yeah, past episodes, yeah. oh, in past episodes that you might not have obviously been here for because you weren't, but <laughs> <laughs> you might not have. You didn't you invite me. <laughs> it's a very exclusive club. Sorry, uh, that we record at like three a.m. So anyway, yeah, I'm asleep. So <laughs> most people are. <laughs> Now, okay, so one of the, the theories we had, because we were thinking about that too, yeah. is maybe it wasn't necessarily you who was pr- producing this energy, but that place that you were staying at, uh, mm-hmm. what happens in past episodes anyway, when, when certain things like this occur, is that there's an energy, there's like a portal. That's so something that already exists there. That it, yeah, it's on that property specifically, yeah. or it could be attached to something that was in the house yeah. that is allowing these 
things to occur. So if you're sensitive or you're able to like connect with it in some fashion, yeah. you're able to manifest your own perspective of what the portal can provide. Yeah. So either it does it on its own, like, you know, a demon comes through and you're like, hey, what's up? Or... Which I appreciate it not doing. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Uh, yeah. So, or it could be um, uh, like an image, like a something from your future. So you're able to kind of see because you're already sensitive to something like yeah. that. And that's just a theory that we've... Uh, had in different stories in the past so well and that's the thing is it's i feel like that makes a lot more sense than you know trying to explain it from a oh well you saw this person somewhere else because it's like you think about it within our dreams right and when we dream about being around other people and in our dreams we're like we have no idea who these people are right that's actually images of people in real life that you did see. That you not con- you didn't even know you were consciously remembering. Right, like you're at the grocery store and you're looking at people. Your brain yeah. like kind of saves what they look like. Yeah. And they fill your dreams with that. Despite what you think you can't remember, your brain will. It just, right. you just have to practice on how to like. Yeah. Recall that information. Yeah. But in this case, I had literally never <laughs> seen this person because this person at the age that I was at and at the age that they were at because they were an adult yeah. what I was seeing you were literally seeing the future because they were not adult they an weren't adult a, yet. they were not adults they were your age right you know. we were completely different states mm-hmm. like it's it's very hard to explain from as much as I want to it's just hard to explain from a scientific perspective how do you explain that ha ha because I like to remain uh, I love looking at all the options and thinking like oh all the possibilities yeah. yeah but it's hard to um it's definitely hard to explain this way from a academic and scientific uh perspective exactly it makes you think what is out there then? And it's like, not something what's... you would forget easily either. No, so, it's burned in my memory. Right. And so <laughs> when you saw it, you're like, this is just like everyone else in the story. It's very traumatic. You just don't forget this. So, uh, and, and that was, that one was, uh, you know, it didn't interact with me. It was just there. Right. Just there, just chilling, didn't move, and nothing. And see, to me, that makes it more of like a portal to the totally. future. Totally. Honestly, because like, if it wanted to interact, it would have. It why would it waste so much energy to exist to if it there. wasn't going to interact? Unless it was just an image of something that hasn't manifested. Exactly, and I think that's what happened. Yeah. Whereas others that I've had have, like, there's movement involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would now that I'm thinking about it, a lot of it there isn't a ton of movement involved. Oh, I've really? had those experiences with entities, creatures, whatever it is that I'm seeing. Yeah. They'll move, but the, for the most part, it's just they're over me and they're just watching me. That's so wild to me. And sometimes it's from a, like, um, protective standpoint, but most of the time it... Not that it's evil, but it doesn't feel right. It feels a little intrusive, I guess. Yeah, very, just in, very intrusive. A little bit, and also it's scary. There have been many times I wake up in a panic and I'm terrified because of the thing I just saw. Has it? Have you ever been able to see whatever it is you're seeing when you're moving, or is it always when you're kind of like in a still sleeping, paralyzed kind of state? Oh uh, yeah, good question. Um... A little bit of both. Like, I see it the most when I'm, like, laying there and then I open my eyes. And I'm just... I don't think I'm necessarily paralyzed, but I'm more so trying to process what's happening. Like, Mm. okay. And it's also a little bit of... 
Maybe if I don't move, it won't see me. <laughs> oh, wow. So you don't even feel restricted. You're just like a no, little... No, uh, just, I'm just kind of like... You're trying to Jurassic Park it. You're like, no. Yeah. Maybe like, if the T-Rex uh, isn't... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not here. Because <laughs> <laughs> why else would it be there? <laughs> yeah. And it definitely takes my... It takes my brain a while to kind of recognize what's going on. What's interesting is there have been a handful of times where, like with lucid dreaming, you're... Mm-hmm awake but you are dreaming but you're aware you're dreaming yeah and this was um kind of more like okay i'm aware that i'm dreaming and what i'm seeing is not real but i can't actually believe that i can't i can't totally sink in because it feels so real so yeah yeah, this has been it's been interesting to hear what uh other people's experiences have been and just the varying degrees of yep um, different interactions yep. and some of them are horrific uh-huh. um, <laughs> these again like I said they're very extreme situations yeah and uh, the the documentary I watched did just such a phenomenal job of doing this that I had to like tell the stories now what? I had like other information that I got from different websites like you know the scientific portions that I was able to somewhat answer yeah or at least like come up with but in the end it was just mostly from there because it, it's just it, it took it to another level and like i said the two last stories that i that i provided those are the most more or less the common ones were like oh i didn't know what happened anyway and anyway is is still like traumatic but these are people who are like like it's a condition it's like suffering well it's a constant thing yeah. that is having such a huge negative impact on your day-to-day life and yeah just being able to just function in a uh fashion that is not weighed down by things you can't control and it hurts and it's painful and it's just and it's very real you're you personally like have you ever like maybe the sheets were pulled away or something Mm. uh i have i feel like it has happened but i'm not i i feel like it was me i'm not convinced it was something else um i've had the the sheets under below my feet kind of Rustle move, around, rustle around okay. move a little bit, shift a little bit. But I've never felt that I can recall, you know, being a few glasses of wine in, <laughs> um, that I've been touched in any way like that. Okay. But I definitely, when you feel a presence, you can sometimes like feel it on your skin. Yeah. But it's, you're not being touched. I know you what just, you mean, though. It's so powerful and potent that yeah. it feels... Like you're, you do have that skin to whatever touch. Sensitivity, like like tingling or something. Yeah. Yeah. I've had that for sure, but the actual touching, it's hard to say. Mm. Okay. Yeah. No, that, that's, that's, I mean, that to me already is wild enough. I, I hope I never even have that kind of yeah, experience. Well, and there are some times where you truly believe it, like with the creature, and I'm calling it Dobby because it looks like an adult version of Dobby <laughs> at the end of my bed. Um, oh, no. Like with the, you know, the, the sack and all. Yeah. Um, oh my god really oh yeah yeah like his the sack that he's wearing when he was still house elf and he wasn't free um yeah just adult version grown version like you know almost giant five eight he wasn't like yeah he was big for you know being an elf anyways (laughs) more like a troll yeah right kind (laughs) of but like gangly and just um almost like um no no 
Slenderman? No, because they, they have a big head. Nosferatu? Nosferatu, Nosferatu. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm saying it correctly. Like Pops. Nosferatu, kind of. Like Nosferatu and Dobby got together. They had a good old time. And then nine months later, hello. Um, giant. Giant. <laughs> Nosferatu. <laughs> but yeah, that at the end of my bed, I vividly remember. Like, I was convinced mm. He was in my room. See, I remember you talking about that because I feel like even though you've told me that you've had some sort of like night terrors or, or other experiences, yeah. this one seems to really stand out in your head. It stands out a lot in my head just because of when I opened my eyes and what I saw. I It was there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was there. I felt its presence. I felt it staring at me as you would when somebody else that's human is in a room yeah you just feel that you know what that feels like and even when I got up and I'm like what are you doing here how did you get in here I'm saying all these things like it felt like I'm having this interaction I mean it's just me talking yeah yeah and then I just snap out of it I just snap out because I was like screaming and like saying all these things and it was you know uh well after uh bedtime and (laughs) my nephew was there and oh right yeah and he comes you know running down the hall and banging on the door so he can hear this so yeah he just so right so that anyone out there who's hearing the story like this is actually happening and it wasn't just like in your head you know like you wake up and you thought you were crying and then you weren't crying right yeah Yeah. no i (laughs) was i was screaming i was saying things and my nephew ran down the hall and banging on the door lisa are you okay are you okay and that that's what snapped me out of it and then all of a sudden i'm like wait where did it go like is it i feel like it's still here really (laughs) yeah so this is turning out to be a very long episode, which I'm okay with because we kind yeah, of yeah we have a lot to say we we have a lot to say. I had a lot of material. We're hilarious, and <laughs> <laughs> most importantly, we're More a goddamn morally, riot. Everything we say is gold. Um, um, you've been entertained from start to now, so yeah. you're welcome. I'm not saying I'm ending the episode right now because I think, in my personal experience, especially since I missed last week, this is a two for oneer right here. Oh yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, just all this material that we're having for you tonight, <laughs> just throwing it just at you, throwing it in your face. And I want to talk about very quickly now. If you guys want to stop listening, that's totally fine. I hope you guys have a very good night. Yeah, but bye. <laughs> we're See actually you later. Now going to talk about a personal experience that you've had in your house if you're willing to share oh in my own house yeah in your casita is that what that's called <laughs> yes and casita. i casita 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 so my casita god that's so awful oh that sounds really strange that sounds really <laughs> weird Okay. yeah so the dobby incident happened at my house mm-hmm. but it happened in Ooh. our i'm take, i'm pouring some wine Girl, get your wine on. Yeah, what? What a silly question. <laughs> Asking me if I want I wine. Okay, easy. Oh boy, woo wee, having ourselves Woo-wee. a good time. All right, I'm getting seasickness from you going back and forth. Oh, sorry. I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing here. Okay, it's just a few drops. <laughs> I don't know what. I'm... It's a heavy bottle. Okay. <laughs> I spilled uh, on my notes that I'll never uh, read again. Well, I mean, we might as well just give up now. Might as well just drink. Here you go. Here Cheers. Cheers. Tink. Oh, that hits the spot. <laughs> Why do you do that before I swallow? <laughs> it's really difficult. 
Every time I'm like, it's going to happen, I'm going to like spit it all over our equipment. Oh, my. Uh, okay. So, okay. So back the, to the story. Yeah. The Dobby story that happened at our house, but it happened in the master bedroom. And mm-hmm. I say that, uh, make that di- distinguishment. Nope. That's not the right word. Distinction? I, distinction. Yes. <gasps> you look at you. There's a glass of wine there. It's that's just, the trick. It's, you know what, kids? Glasses of wine. <laughs> it's amazing what modern science can do. Well, you're going to get me sued. Probably. <laughs> Please don't take our advice. <gasps> Never. Um, so our guest bedroom, we've had some interesting things happen. Mm. So when we first moved in, so it's about a year ago, almost now at this wow, point. It's really been that long. I know. Damn. I All know. Right. We're in a time vortex at this really point, are. it seems There's... like. <laughs> It really is. All right. So um, my nephew, so this kind of happened around the same time as when I saw Dobby. So my nephew one day took a shower in the uh, spare bathroom that we have, our guest bathroom. We got out, Mm -hmm. you know, because steam from the showers steams up the mirrors. Always. He found some writing in the mirror we couldn't understand the the language. It was some type of Asian language, maybe Chinese. We weren't sure. So that felt weird. Seemed strange. Uh, A little bit. A a little bit. No one I know currently speaks. I mean, at at the very least, in your house, right? Chinese or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. Not certainly not us. Any dialect, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So we took a picture of it, uh, and I sent it to some friends who might know people who might be able to translate it. Turns out it was Mandarin, and it was something along the lines of like "Happy New Year's." Okay, okay, Okay. no big deal. Yeah, one of maybe the previous owner. Was it the Chinese New Year at the time, or was it, or was it New Year's New Year's? I don't even remember when this happened. No, this happened during the summer. Oh, my. Okay, well. So, this could have been from the just previous New Year's. Because you just moved in, you don't know. Exactly. Right, right, right. Okay. Didn't think anything of it. it. And that's probably what happened, and it means nothing. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. But we've had some other weird things happen in our guest bedroom and around it as well. Um, we had a friend staying with us, mm-hmm. and where our office is is just down the hall and one day I was talking to that friend and he was standing in the guest bedroom doorway so we're you know having a conversation yeah and then he you know he walks away I put my headphones on because I'm working and then all of a sudden I hear Chris the food's here (laughs) what a strange well, first of all, our friend, his name is not Chris. Nobody in our house. No, your is name's named not Chris. Chris. Uh, your boyfriend's name's not no. Chris. No one, no one is Chris. Nobody is named Chris. Yeah. And I was like, that's weird. So I take my headphones off and I say, what? <laughs> I mean, what else I'm is confused? there? The fuck? Wait, like, wait, what? Yeah. Because we, none of us had talked about ordering food or anything like that. Right. And then I hear clear as day. Chris, the food's here. Again? Again. You heard it twice? I heard it twice. <gasps> I, like, I heard this word. I thought it was just like the one. And no. Like, I heard it twice. That is so messed up. And I'm so confused <laughs> at this point. So I get up because I thought, you know, our friend was in the hallway and he was just like, you know, messing around. So. Doing something weird. Yeah. So I get up and I look in the hall- hallway and 
Nobody's there. That's weird. Yeah. And so I go to look for our friend and my boyfriend, and they're outside, and they're cutting tile and working on tile uh, to retile our living room floor. I was like, hey, what? I'm like, haha, very funny, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Do we order food? Like, what's going on? And they don't have a clue what I'm talking about. And I'm like, well, somebody said, Chris, the food's here. And they're like, okay, like, what are you you talking about? So that's one of those things, like, okay, kind of weird. Um, and it's especially weird. So, you know, like, some people can be like, oh, maybe you heard it from outside. There's an echo. Was a window open. Yeah. I'm guessing none of that occurred. Like, a window was not open. No, no, right. Because then I thought maybe it's, like, neighbors. But you can't really hear. I mean, we don't have, like, triple-paned windows by any means. Right. We got the, not the most uh, updated n- Right. Windows. We got old-school crank windows. I mean, What's up? Same girl. Like, we have old windows. <laughs> I get it. But I'm on. I'm not hearing people say right. exactly. in my house these and things. And not close enough. Well, you have your headphones. Exactly. Right. I had my headphones in and not close enough. Uh, to anybody else where the office was that if I did when I did say like what somebody would repeat themselves and especially like if if it was loud it would have to be like a screaming kind of tone right and And it wasn't it was just normal very normal nobody was elevating their voice or amplifying their voice or anything just very casual Chris the food's here yeah that's so weird Right, it's kind of strange. Like, oh, all right, all right. So those are, as we learned during our our other episodes, it's uh, the residual haunting is what we would call something yes. like that. And yes. There's been other things where, you know, Chase has stayed at the house to yeah. watch Willow while you and I have gone out of town. Willow and is her dog. Willow is my dog. <laughs> I shouldn't assume that everybody knows Willow. I love her. And I'm like, yeah, everybody knows Willow. We all do. Despite uh, my allergies, <laughs> I wish I could just curl up with Willow every time. Oh, she's so soft. Yeah. But Willow, she's a very, she's very gentle. Very She's very gentle. She doesn't bark at anything. Uh, she's very docile. But I guess when Chase was staying there, mm-hmm. she would look up at the guest bedroom. She's very alert. Very Which alert. Very, I've never seen her alert, to be honest. Uh, yeah, that's like, yeah, it's very strange. And then at one point she got off the couch and like walked towards mm-hmm. the guest bedroom. And I believe she barked at one point. She said, he said like, as as much as a bark can come out of her. It was oh, more yeah. Like a, She's not a barker. Like a, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm here. I was, uh, I was like, hi. Hello. Hello. I'm just don't do anything <laughs> weird. I've acknowledged you. Stay away. Please stay away. <laughs> yeah. So that was just, it's kind of creepy and strange because she doesn't really do that. Yes, it could be. I mean, this was at night. It was at night again. It yeah. was at night again. This is all, well, the Chris, the food's here. That was during the day. So oh, okay. that was strange. That was a nice, yeah, it could be birds, it could be what have you, but... It could have been like a little mouse uh, on the window trying to tap in. Exactly. Anything, really, you know. Well, and I've had another friend who stayed in that room, and they swear they saw something outside the window. So, I remember... A person. The, it was a shadow person. A shadow person. Yeah, but outside, right? I was, like, standing outside the okay. window because of where our house is and where the guest bedroom uh, is positioned, there's a street light. And so, it kind of... It doesn't shine into the room. You would room. see something cast if it was in exactly. front. Exactly. Yeah. And so, they saw something, and, you know, my boyfriend, the champion that he is he went outside and checked it out sure. and made sure there's no some creepo and didn't see anything so it could have been somebody who it was and they ran away right a lot of things to explain it yeah but, 
but this is a lot of happening in a, in one room. Yeah. I feel. But then one night when I was by myself and I didn't have any night tears or anything, but like I said, Willow's not a barker. No. But we, I was by myself. It was just me and Willow. And in the middle of the night, she gets up and just starts barking at the window that's next to the guest bedroom window. Oh, really? She's barking at it. And she doesn't do that at all. That's Again, never thing. heard that. I never heard yeah. about. I'm never. I don't even know what it would sound. I mean, I know what dogs sound like, but right. You know, they all have kind of their own style, and and I've never heard her bark. I have no idea. Yeah, and she was staring hard at the window, like, "Mom, there's something there." To me, that's an extreme situation. Yeah, I think because even when she first met me, she didn't bark. And usually, no. darks dogs who are like, oh, like kind of excited, they'll they'll do something. Yeah, and and acknowledge it, like someone's here. Bark, bark, bark. But she seems to she seems to sense things. Uh, I've had another friend, a different friend, who stayed in this room and the guest bedroom, right? The guest bedroom okay. yes the guest bedroom and they have felt they described it as somebody that was continuously throughout the night sitting on the bed and then getting off and then sitting and then getting off and then sitting and then getting off i thought it was a one time like, no like, like one... it happened multiple <gasps> times it kept going and she and if i recall mm-hmm. she's a hardcore skeptic right yeah well and she um has always she had told me she's always on her bucket list is to experience something of the paranormal because she just didn't think it would happen right you know usually when people say that they're like i mean because obviously it's not gonna happen exactly so that night the first night that she stayed in there that happened i mean she could have been tired and jet lagged and what have you Mm It's just interesting how it all seems to combine. And we've had other people... put it all together. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And we've had other people who've stayed in there and they're like, I don't love this room. Doesn't... Just doesn't feel great. (laughs) I feel so (laughs) awful now because like I... I feel like I don't even have a speck of uh, sensitivity about that. Yeah. Because when I walked into your house, I was like, this is so cozy. Oh, my God. It's so cute. And I and I walked in all the rooms. Didn't feel anything. In fact, I was trying to. I'm like, oh, maybe yeah. there's some bad energy. I can tell her. I was like, this place is great. And yeah. <laughs> it's just like And what's interesting is it's never felt... I've never felt scared of my own house. Good. There's That's been good. Other houses where I admit this about myself. I am that person that when I turn the lights off, I run. Yeah. I run to the bedroom. <laughs> I'm so the opposite. Just in case. Yeah. I'm actually so I'm not saying that I'm not scared or yeah. like a little concerned, but what I do is if I turn off the light and I feel kind of scared, I'm like, fine, fucking do it. And so I'll like do it. I'll literally stand there for a few seconds. Oh my god! And then I'll walk away slowly. Like I yeah. love this about you. Love That's this what I energy. <laughs> it's just so like fight me, ghost. But do literally, it. I'm screaming inside. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I purposely do it because I'm like, let me get it fucking together. If something's gonna uh, happen, it'll happen. Lights or no lights, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so I know, like, uh, and I I wonder how much of it plays into my um, night terrors that I experience. And mm-hmm. so at night, I. It's already kind of a, a scary experience for me when I'm going to bed. Right. So. That's, that's fair. Right. But I've just, anytime I'm by myself, I've never, I'm never scared of my own house. Yeah. More so than just my normal baseline of like, ooh, the dark is scary. Yeah. And you're alone, if especially if like uh, your boyfriend right. is traveling or something yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, yeah, so I, I 100% agree. And the funny thing is, is like, again, going back to Chase, when he stayed there, mm-hmm. when he first walked in your house, he actually felt something. Yeah, But I didn't even right. know, I didn't know that until like a few days later. I don't even know why he didn't tell me right away. Maybe he didn't want to like freak anyone out. Right, yeah. Which t- makes total sense. You know, he's kind of a skeptic. So he's like, why was that even a thing? He's like, was there a gas leak? And I'm just like hallucinating something. Yeah. But yeah, you know, which actually, if anything, he should have said th- something even quicker but oh, be selfish <laughs> he's like Chase. black mold yeah. no but like yeah so when he told me that i was like really and he's like the hallway something like right in the beginning of the hallway and this is before he knew it was really the the, the guest bedroom which is which kinda, is right near kind of like the, the beginning entrance. of the hallway yeah he said which, that kind of general area yeah and i've always kind of like been conscious about it yeah and like so for example like if everyone's hanging outside and i'm like oh i have to pee like i have to go down the hallway yeah i'm like do i feel anything and i kind of like mm-hmm. and i kind of like walk forward and walk back and i'm like eh, eh, eh. Uh, and i and i personally <laughs> i personally have not had anything yet either yeah. it's building up or i'm just not sensitive yeah yeah it's, it's gonna be one or the other i think yeah <laughs> i've i've felt over time i have definitely have felt something yeah um not not nothing major, but definitely. So the guest bathroom is directly across from the guest bedroom, mm-hmm. and anytime I walk by that really? area in the hallway, I definitely just like feel like a little, uh, little amplified, like, just, like, and then like, it goes push away. you push you away, like or something. Maybe yeah, it just feels like a. Just, is it a push away or push in? No, it's just I feel something. I'm just aware. Oh, okay. I'm just aware of some energy or some some kind of relationship between the bathroom and the bedroom and something maybe that happened at this house hmm. i don't know yeah, so yeah. some interesting I, nothing wild and crazy because uh, you know i've definitely i've you know i've heard and seen other things that happen but it's yeah. one of those things where it's when i saw dobby and you know, this is like <laughs> right when we first moved in yeah yeah i don't know maybe it was some the creature the entity that lives there was just like well hey girl hey. welcome and then you freak down he's like all right i'll keep, all right i'll fine. keep it in the bed in the bedroom you i'll see in the guest bedroom Good don't grief. worry about it yeah Again, it'll be so dramatic if if they feel the need to pay rent at any point. That'd be I mean, pretty amazing. Truly, by all means, yeah, you're no. welcome to stay. I That's just I would ask. love a few bones tossed my way. Toss a little bit, you know, even uh, to Willow. You know, play with Willow. Play with bit. Willow. You know, she's a she's a treat. She is just such a ray of sunshine. <laughs> love that dog. <laughs> love love. <laughs> Aw, well, I'm really glad you were able to share your story with us. And oh, me too. That was just kind of like a little bonus thing at the end, which surprisingly really tied in with my story. Again, this was this so not planned, guys. Like, you have no- <laughs> Again, did not plan Chase's gallbladder <laughs> surgery. No, um, did not. His absence and, and, you know, your availability to be here. And it obviously- all just kind of was very serendipitous. Okay. Serend- it was serendipitous. all very serendipitous. Serendipitous. Something about syrup. I don't know. Um, it's all about the syrup. <laughs> all about the scissor. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's a cool way to say it. Bringing that back. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? It never left. It ne- it's so slow. It is. It's like molasses. It's like molasses. <laughs> Oh, my. Well, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Okay. Well, oh. I want to thank our listeners for oh hanging God, in there. Guys, well done. High fives. High fives. High fives Solid. all around. There we go. Solid. 
And of course, if you guys are listening and happen to enjoy a few glasses of wine mm. with us or any other little drinks you might have had, Mm-mm-mm. thank you. And I hope you enjoyed it. And if you had a little too much fun the night before, well, then don't worry because the best cure for a hangover, it's fear. Bye. Bye. Bye.